Tigers Podcast. Hey, 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 people, and welcome to the Humidus Podcast. With me, your loyal host, Amach, and it is Steph by my side, as always. Hello, Steph. Wakako-sama. Gowai ga dekite koei desu. Yep. With a little, uh, with a little quote from uh, Clusterfuck 2077. <laughs> mm, yeah, Clusterfuck 2077. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're not going to do a spoiler or maybe like not a heavy spoiler, like a light, light discussion with maybe like small tinge of spoiler today. But we'll try to keep it spoiler free as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's going to be later. First, we're going to discuss something that's not brand new, but uh, the the Warhammer 40k Dark Tide trailer. Yes. 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 And I mean, we we already talked about this game, the first trailer mm-hmm. that was um, in the Xbox showcase, I think. Yeah, or, yeah might I'm be right. Pretty sure. A couple months back. A couple of months back, yeah. And uh, yeah, we love all things 40K, so <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to... I mean, the the trailer was really good, right? It was, it was. Because the, the first one didn't show us much. It, it just gave us like a small taste of uh, what it's going to be like. But um, this one gave us like real gameplay, and you really see the Vermintide gameplay mechanics and, mm, and everything yeah. come to float here, and... It's just, it's in a fucking hive city. Oh, I love oh. the opening shot, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- when you see, because the shot is like from from like an atmosphere level, like high atmosphere, maybe even a little bit above that. Yeah. And, and you see like the hive spire stretching through the stratosphere, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> through the troposphere into the stratosphere. It's like... This building is, or the, these spires are fucking huge, you know? <laughs> there are billions living there, you know? <laughs> There's no compensation being done there. They're not compensating no. for anything. Uh, yeah, I just I, I just had to mention that shot because it was so <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it was. Um, and, you know, I've played a fair bit of Vermintide, so... You know, I, I find yep. that the melee combat in there is really solid. And they they also do a really good job of, like, having that, you know, actually fleshing out the characters a little bit. You know, it's this kind of Left 4 Dead style game, right? Where you fight yeah. hordes and hordes and being, like, four people. Um, in this case, it seems they are just continuing that kind of formula just in a new setting. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I, I do like, for example, that they had an Ogryn as a character. So they're like taking a little bit of chances here. And they're not just doing like four uh, types of normal humanoid. No. I wonder what kind of character development the Ogryn will have. <laughs> <laughs> he will like learn four new words or something <laughs> during the entire thing. <laughs> Oh, and that's 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 the platinum trophy right there. If you learn all four new mm. words, yeah, that's fucking hard. Then you need to like scour all the corners for secrets to get to get the four words. You're in, you increase your IQ by one. 
<laughs> yeah, that's basically it. That's like he gets like half an intelligence point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the hardest ever single digit you've ever obtained. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks really uh, good for like what it is. Uh, mm. I love the graphic style. I think they've they've added like a small tinge of cell shade or something. Yeah, uh, yeah just a, yeah, it's very it's almost not noticeable, but it very I think it fits the Warhammer Forty K universe very nicely. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, uh, because like it's based on the tabletop, right? So it kind of reminds you a little bit of the models, mm -hmm. just a small small cell shade, not too much, but still it's like very grim dark and. You know, it doesn't get cartoony. It's just, I don't know, very, very defined. Let's call it that. Yeah. And uh, the edges and emblems and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think uh, for I, I completely agree with you with that. It's it's just gonna it's gonna fit. I'm pretty sure. Um, of course, we need to see a little bit more. It's always yeah. a possibility that we'll be disappointed, but I don't think so because I think these people. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think You're already. We are sitting on the hype train, like on the, the first wagon. We're the on first... the first wagon. Like <laughs> yeah. we're sitting on the, the wagon carrying the coal. <laughs> yeah, we're we're basically just shoving coal like crazy into that engine, you know. <laughs> exactly. And we don't get paid. We do this pro bono because we love the franchise. Um, yeah. But then again, I guess, you know. It, we can be disappointed. We yeah. absolutely can. But, but, but it's but more it fun to be on the hype train. Yeah, and especially for, I mean, this kind of game, we know what it is, right? It's not yeah. going to be, it's not going to be game of the year. It's not going to be the best game ever. It's just going to be a fun, like, multiplayer title that can be a really, really good game. Yep. But you don't have the, you, you, even though you're hyped, you don't have that, like, Cyberpunk 2077 type of expectation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't, like, uh, yeah, you don't, it's just, um, Fun type multiplayer, a lot of dank humor in the in the works. Yep, and um, I think this one, you know, it's like I said, the the developers are really good at this. So I also have some expectations to that it's going to be a solid title because they also have been really good at um, post launch support. So I mean, of mm -hmm. course. They, they released a lot of post-launch content for Vermintide 2. So, like some of it has been gotten some flack for changing a lot of things around, but they've always been, you know, changing the things up, trying to take what the community has said into consideration. And it's still a shit ton of new content. So yeah, if you, if they I bring mean... that into this, it could potentially be a game that, you know, you can come back to again and again for like a quick round or two um for a long time mm. yeah for sure yeah so we're gonna be checking that out for 100 percent certain one other thing that i noticed during the trailer was that one of the, the the sites i don't know if you noticed on on like i don't know if it was on the last cannon or let's see here the last rifle rather uh it, the the site was shaped kind of like you know, like a church <laughs> glass window. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you notice? It was noticed round that. or square. It was like <laughs> like a church window shape, and that was so 
40, yeah, that was, it's, uh, I think it's on the last rifle or something. Uh, <laughs> That's I mean, just so I, 40k, you know. <laughs> I want some Ecclesiarchy bling on my rifle. Yeah, sure, you know, praise the Emperor any way you can. <clears throat> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm down. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah so we're get, we're gonna be looking into that and we're gonna be covering it on the podcast if you're if you're a 40k fan be sure to follow uh and maybe we'll even do some video content for that one because we will like we've been trying to do that uh a little bit but mm-hmm. it's not quite ready <laughs> That's just, yeah we, we need to yeah. just kind of set up a better working platform for it but i guess yeah. for dark tide it's uh i mean what better way to start right <laughs> yeah what better way to start i mean uh i i think it's perfect for that purpose absolutely <clears throat> um so yeah do you want to yeah so like we can start off with the next topic we kind of teased it a little bit in at the start of the podcast uh we're going to talk about cyberpunk and the recent major controversy i'm almost i'm almost a little bit surprised about how much flack that cd project red has been taken for this <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm like slow down the game it wasn't that bad you know <laughs> i mean they they're getting like fucked from all from the fans from the shareholders yeah you know uh from Sony took down their game and like yeah. and basically like reprimanded them, saying like this this product isn't good enough for our our platform. And I mean, yeah, there's sure. This, it, uh, you know, there's also this lawyer that's trying to like trying to gather action. up a case to do like yeah. a, like class action lawsuit for misrepresentation, all that kind of stuff. And I get it because if you consider the the last gen versions, sure, I can agree on it because it is apparently yeah. a hot stinking pile of garbage. And they did say in a previous article um, that like you know the game runs surprisingly well on on prior gen consoles, which clearly is a load yeah. of bullcrap. But yeah, that's... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and yeah, they're they're absolutely right to be criticized and uh i mean refunds are available guys uh you know and, yeah. so and i think that issue with that too though that's i think that's why they got yeah yeah Sony they got some they issues because there's some mismanagement here from cd project that's without a doubt because As... did you catch what happened with like or the actual reason why sony delisted them no, I mean, I'm not quite sure, but I kind of assumed that it was that they didn't want to deal with all the refunds, like, because they have a very strict refund policy. Close. Like, the, the yeah. angle is that CD Projekt Red just told everyone, all the consumers, that, oh, yeah, um, just get a refund we... through Sony, and they didn't communicate that to Sony at all, and just left everything to them, guaranteeing that they would get refunds. Which yeah, you know, yeah. it's not not really how you want to do things, but I guess it, it, no. it everything screams like panic to me. Um, you know, yeah, it's a little rapidly. bit panicky. Yeah, but I can like understand them yeah. because you must remember that they negotiate with Sony this deal, and Sony is supposed to have a refund option on their platform, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though they're very strict with it, 
And like, of course, that's not good conduct to just drop that on Sony. And maybe they don't don't have like the capacity to deal with the billion refunds. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, it's rash. But I don't think it's like all that wrong for CD Projekt Red. They're like, they are man. They are putting out so many fires. You know, they're working balls hard on, on patching the games. You know, and yeah. trying to making them playable on even all on pc and like the next gen consoles there are there are like some very glaring bugs yeah i yeah and yeah, so but i just i i don't know i just feel i had such a good time with the game so <laughs> i don't I, feel I, that that all the flack is deserved yes some of it of course but i mean so many developers have been guilty of this you know, propping up, hyping up the the product, and just, to, I mean, maybe it was because this was so immensely underwhelming and delivered like an a basically unplayable uh, version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah. I, I agree, but I, I also share your viewpoint with the fact that I've also enjoyed the game so much that I guess my also my standpoint is also pretty mellowed by that because. Um, I am about, I'm closing it on 60 hours right now. I am oh, towards damn, the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a funny 60 thing, hours. Yeah, I'm, I'm 60 <laughs> hours right now. That's like and... the time between this podcast and the, and the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. so I've, I've done, and the funny thing is most of it has been spent grinding and doing side gigs. And yeah. I haven't been bored once. I no. have enjoyed the grind and um, enjoyed all the loot. And there's always something to mm. do, whether it's like I, I keep getting delayed whenever I think like, all right, you know, I'm going to go to the next main mission now. But then I, come yeah, out, yeah. You know, I, could, I could switch out my gorilla arms for legendary ones. You know, I have like 300,000 yeah. credits right now. I should spend it. You know, <laughs> I can get a new car. Mm -hmm. There's always something. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I feel I feel absolutely the same way, um, and I love that in RPGs. Yeah. I really love that because you feel that the story is more yours, kind of. Yeah. Uh, like you, you just fool around and discover, and I feel that they've executed that so well uh, with the like scattering of, of. I mean, at first it was very overwhelming to have so many options. You were like constantly getting new missions and stuff, and you were like, yeah. "Whoa, how am I supposed to handle this?" But then you get it kind of used to it, and then you start kind of going through all of the areas. And there's so many. The side missions are very elaborately kind of thought out, and yeah. often have have follow ups and their own stories. You know? Yep. So they're very much like I like you said. I'm not bored grinding it out, you know. No. I'm not bored at all, and, and you can, you can kind of mix and match a little bit in combat, you know. I've, like I said previously, I didn't do the melee as much as you did, mm -hmm. uh, but now I got some legendary mantis blades. Yep. And I mean, <laughs> they fucking shred. <laughs> yeah. Cutting up people's heads, impaling them, just. Fuck them when you're mad. Just slicing off some limbs, heads <laughs> flying. You know, I you're know you're basically, yeah. So, 
a lot of different play styles and you just you just feel uh, immersed and that's what a, a, a like huge rpg genre should uh hope to aspire or should aspire to be i feel yeah because the game at its core here um is a, a brilliant piece of software as long as mm -hmm. you know when it, when it reaches its full potential um this game is gonna be it's gonna be a classic I, yeah, I think yeah for sure well once all the dust and smoke is settled i'm pretty sure that this game is gonna be like imagine um people that get into this maybe like three years later when they get like yeah, the game of yeah. the edition with all the expansions everything and it's mm. patched out like the witcher for example it's it's you know it's you get it i think like so ten dollars now I, yeah, I that that was like when I it struck me. I by the way I have fifty hours now, so okay, I wasn't too much of a flash myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's I didn't check it. Yeah, I didn't check it. So, but yeah, so um, like you said, I think that it it kind of struck me because there are some small right now for me there are like only some small bugs and it doesn't really bother me as much. No. Kind of a little bit jarring now and then, but it's not game breaking at all. Not even close. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like it struck me, like you said, like a couple of years down the line, when this is all patched out and with some, you know, new content maybe and stuff like that, mm -hmm. this is going to be a classic. You know, yeah. people are going to love the shit out of this game. I've also found a potential DLC area that's closed off. Mm -hmm um I, I don't know if you found it it's like right outside the city close to where all the garbage is um yeah, sea of yeah. garbage it, there's there's like a huge like a hill a pretty tall hill and i tried to go over it because i was trying to um do a shortcut back to the city mm -hmm. but then it says like there's nothing for you here yet come back in the future or something like that mm. I was like, Ooh. Oh, yeah yeah i mean the the dlc potential here is it's just, yeah, enormous. So they can build and build and build on Night City. And I've kind of gotten into some lore as well. Yeah. Like like you do, you know, <laughs> being a giant fucking nerd. So I've, got, I've gotten into some cyberpunk lore. And it seems there's actually a lot of lore, at least very... Um, I mean, there are a lot of uh, corporations and stuff that aren't in the game and... A lot of um, gangs, for instance. Yeah, huge number of gangs. There aren't there aren't in the game, so there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, and if they put the same level of effort to the DLC as they did for Witcher Three, um, I'm it's gonna be a blast because some of my favorite stories are Witcher Three DLC. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, like Hearts of Stone. So, the story there. I mean, I'm hoping for that. Favorite, I'm rooting for um, the game. Huh. I'm rooting for the game, you know. I'm rooting for CG, CD Projekt Red, even though they've been a little naughty. <laughs> but yeah, but we can we can forgive that, can't we? They've, they've stumbled. Um, stumbled a little bit, yeah, as you do, you know. Uh, as Johnny Silverhand said, you you thought you stepped in shit, but you actually fell headfirst into a cesspit. It's kind of what they did. Yeah, <laughs> but they yeah, yeah. Up, I'm sure that's basically what they did. But I feel it. The the kind of uh, modern. A little bit toxic, like milieu, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in I mean, not only in gaming, in society as a whole, people are just very they're they're just not tolerant 
<laughs> of anything. Yeah, I know. And, it, it, you know, things spiral out of control really quickly and everything's visible. Yeah. Everybody has a voice now. And which is, you know, it's it, very, it comes from both sides, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I think that as a whole, it's a little bit, I mean, we get to kind of choke hold these large co corporations. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, you don't want to be choke held. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so so I don't know. I feel that it's it's right to criticize CD Projekt Red, but again, the level of backlash is disproportionate. A little bit, yeah. And I think yeah. at some point, I hope it just levels out. The CD Projekt can just like it'll probably it'll probably yeah. just blow over. The next big thing is gonna blow up. You know, the next big controversy. Yeah, I'm mean, right around the corner, guys. And <laughs> yeah, of course, if it's not one thing, it's the other. Um, yeah. But for this game, I, I also saw this mention of um, I don't remember where I saw. It. I think it was like an article on one of the big um, gaming news sites that said something about like this maybe being a red flag for having cross-gen games. Yeah, Sarsef, could you just repeat that? Yeah. Um, I saw like on a one of the big gaming gaming news sites, I don't remember which one, but there was an article saying something about like maybe Cyberpunk is a bit of a red flag for cross-gen games making like... Yeah, yeah, because the hardware is just a little bit too incompatible now. It's a little bit too distant from each other i guess incapable mm -hmm. i mean especially like large scale games but i feel that actually cyberpunk is one of those games that can be prone to a lot of you know bugs or it needs a lot of fleshing out to be streamlined yeah and do you remember oblivion and skyrim and stuff when it yeah, launched? yeah 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 like, i mean it was me. buggy at fuck yeah but then back then we just accepted it you know yeah, it wasn't more like Okay, so this is like this is this is a compromise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a way. It was more and, you know, I was a little bit too young to kind of notice the, um, you know, the the wonky, Dang. yeah, the dialogue from the, the NPCs in Oblivion and these things. I mean, I, sure, but I, I accepted it as just like this is just um, the state of games right now, and you yeah. know, it does just like a little bit for immersion, I guess, when it works. You know, I didn't really notice too much of these things, and um, but if you look back on it now, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, meme worthy. But I mean, back back then it was actually quite like impressive, even though it was very disconnected and stuff like that. But yeah. still, you could it was this massive world where you could interact with almost everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was that was very revolutionizing and. The graphics and stuff. I remember the lighting and stuff in Oblivion was groundbreaking. So, yeah. The lighting in Oblivion was but amazing at the time. Still. Yeah, it was it was insane. But still, I think that Cyberpunk will be, will eventually get there, you know. And like you said, the core of the game mm -hmm. is very solid. Even though the story seems a little bit short. And I've heard people yeah. criticize it for that. But... Like you said, 60 hours in and you still don't want to start on the, you know, progress on the main story because you're so invested in all the side jizz that they've been doing, you know? 
I have a feeling that that's one of the better ways to play this game too, because um, I decided because like, all right, so our current plan now is to do our full review uh, with non-spoiler and spoiler section for next episode. Um, so, but I, I, in preparation for the possibility of us doing it this episode, I kind of started doing a little bit more story mm. and I'm already nearing the end. I was a, quite a bit further ahead than I expected I was. Um, yeah. so yeah, it, it is short, but it had some moments. I'm not done with it though. I still have like the last act, I guess, mm-hmm. three, four, four or five missions. Bit, which like all of them have threat level very low right now because I'm too overleveled. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you're I probably mean, level forty or something. You know, th- there was this boss fight. I'm not gonna spoil anything about it though. Maybe, uh, but like, there's this dramatic entry of the boss and whatever, and it he he just didn't damage me. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but if it, I mean that's. That's a cool thing, even though, you know, some people may, might say that you're ruining the game like that and yeah. you don't feel the emotions that you're supposed to feel in that moment. But I feel that that's more because you fucking you're not some pushover, you know, you're yeah. fucking veteran V who's been killing billions of low level scum. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you are a force of nature by the if you go to the. Um, like if you level up to the extent that we've done right now, especially yeah. compared to the story. And but the thing is, what I love though is that the game has on more than one occasion given me the possibility to really role play this because yeah. there's this one quest where uh, I'm not gonna spoil too much, but essentially there's this faction you have to interact with, and they're kind of they seem like they're sort of on your side a bit. But they are shady. Um, but you think like that, oh, but they, they're not like, you know, Maelstrom kind of shady. Uh, oh. And then they play you. And the thing is, you can just choose to like... <laughs> There's this place where they kind of threaten you at the end because they've got what they wanted from you. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, yeah, but if you do something, you'll have the entire base against you and whatever. Are you sure you want to take those chances? And you can just reply yeah. with, yeah, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> and then you just yeah. instantaneously yeah, draw a lot of them. Yeah, oh, I love that so much. That was so yeah, cool. and I love it. Yeah, and there were so many moments that you could uh, not like that big, but you could still kind of you know be very aggressive or play it very down low. You know, yeah. you could just like yeah, like you said, just draw your weapon and kill people, or draw your mantis blades. Like I, <laughs> I'm doing that, but now I've spec too much into guns. Right and uh, you know stealthy kind of attacks and let me just say, guns like headshots with guns from stealth is yeah. is ridiculous. I can do like twenty two k damage yeah. on a headshot on lower level enemies. It's like they, I mean they are erased from existence from that headshot. <laughs> you know they have like maybe like four or five hundred HP. <laughs> And <laughs> they take like twenty two k damage. Yeah, it's like it's so, it's as if K himself just saw them on the the universe, the Omni computer, and just like marked them and pressed delete. Yeah, he just he basically kind of he squared them and then delete, and they were <laughs> nobody ever knew that they ever existed. It's like when you delete your own units in Age of Empires, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but basically the the RPing and the 
immersion, the level of immersion you get from this world is is very high. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are a lot of secrets, a lot of secrets, uh, secrets, guys. Yep. Just and I, I really can't wait to get into spoilers about this next episode um, because there's so much I want to talk about. Because, I mean, that's yeah, I can feel that now too. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess to get the full, um, you know, to really give the full fledged explanation for why we we like this, enjoy this game so much, we have to get into specifics more. Um, yeah, we kind of have to. But I mean, but... I'm looking forward to it, and I'm. You know, I am excited to just get into it and play more. Takemura is one of my favorite characters, though. I'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. It's Such a, a he's really good. He's really good. I mean, it's yeah, but we can't do we can't talk about that because that's spoilers. Yeah, true. Um, so, anyways, next podcast maybe we'll do like a full review of Cyberpunk mm -hmm. and uh, like our individual takes on it. Even though you've heard kind of the gist of it, we'll do individual missions and we'll do like gameplay in yeah. detail and stuff like that yeah and we can go full ham on exactly the things that make it good for us um mm -hmm. so look forward to that, that and stay tuned yeah that make it good for us <laughs> yeah it's so good for me yeah, slight bit of like <laughs> but yeah uh in all seriousness the um, it's a very good game guys so even even if it's you know in the limelight right now for being very buggy experience i can attest to with my relatively modest pc mm -hmm. uh that it's not any problem to play it and have a good have a good time yeah and so, uh there, if you have a yeah. PC, if you have a pc that can run it and you have an next-gen console that is then it's absolutely worth picking up um yeah but yeah, PS4 and Xbone. I guess you're shit out of luck for now. Sorry though. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a bummer because you know I'm sure those people were having the same amount of hype as we did, and you know that today I went to Elshop again, the mm -hmm. electronics retailer here, and uh, I was gonna buy another controller. And I saw this um, stand with Cyberpunk for PS4. And it was uh, kind of like giving me flashbacks to Battlefront 2 when it came out. Mm. Uh, barely any games were taken from the stand. And uh, yeah. rightfully so. Mm. Sad sight to yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. But yeah, I mean, who buys physical copies, anyways? <laughs> well, Am I right? Point. Am I right? Now? <laughs> good, good point. I, I think I would have actually uh, splurged on a collector's edition for this game, though, because the the things you get in the package they're pretty sick. Yeah. What 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 do you get in the package? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you get like, let me see, Cyberpunk. I saw that Eon had something on like his shelf behind him. I'm talking about the YouTuber Eon Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was like some kind of anime ish doll or something. I don't quite, maybe it was a, a doll, basically a doll. What's, you know, a figurine if you want to not. No, but like in Cyberpunk. Person. Yeah, no, in Cyberpunk, they're called dolls. Oh, like that kind of doll. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. 
sure. Not uh, not the, the figurine in itself, but <laughs> because I thought you, I thought you were talking about the, the category of figurine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on on PS4 at least, I see that the collector's edition thing is essentially V um, crashing off of the Kusanagi bike, the Akira uh, bike, yeah. like being yeah. flight pointing his gun, and like these kind of things. I would want that. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool. And the, yeah, yeah. I feel that we're on the verge of like spoilers because uh, I have so much to talk about, but we'll have to, um, we'll have to close it at that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can talk a little bit more, more about the controversy though. I, um, yeah. The, the stock, the fall in stock price, like what was is a little 40%? bit yeah it was is it was really a lot but i think that it's uh corroborated with uh, a general uh kind of dip in stock price now yeah. so you don't you can't read like too much into the 40 percent. i mean obviously it's very negative for cd project but uh the the insane like uh 40 percent fall might be a little bit exacerbated by the markets in general because they have been falling a little bit true uh and i think also that it will bounce you know it will not stay on 40 it'll probably bounce if any like small good news comes now that uh, then it'll bounce because a 40 percent fall like that usually invites to some you know earning some quick cash and people do follow that and they know that cd project red is not a it's not a, a like uh lightweight game developer it's a really serious big big uh, gaming house so i mean it might be worth investing now yeah i mean that this is how you invest guys just when you see a dip like that and you feel that this is disproportionate you know this is shouldn't be at at that level and you feel that cd project red will continue to deliver in the future and they will fix this you know when it blows over Mm -hmm. then just buy buy the dip guys (laughs) but don't take financial advice from a podcast that's called humanist podcast don't (laughs) well i mean if you want to go from one um spectrum of the gaming world to a different one Mm -hmm. uh you know the verdicts are in for the monster hunter movie by paul ws anderson oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh so, yeah I, I have a couple of perspectives on this that i could share so um one is that you know it's getting very kind of like mixed reviews to some extent because like ign for example gave it a three out of ten i mean like yeah it's one of the year's worst movies it's awful uh then i've heard people say that it's dumb but like some you know decent action fun when it actually goes into the monster hunter stuff uh and then i've heard this other Mm. perspective from a friend of mine um Mm. she has no prior knowledge of monster hunter except knowing of the existence of it and she went in she got a free ticket since she works for sony um oh yeah and then she got a free ticket she went to see it (laughs) and uh she was like you know, I just saw Monster Hunter, and um, you don't have to see it. 
<laughs> oh yeah. But, but apparently she just said like um it was very hard to kind of take serious at all, which it was to be expected, but that as soon as the the, the cat chef from world comes out, yeah. it just instantly becomes like another level of uh you know comedy almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't really take that too seriously. I don't know, but I yeah. Obviously I haven't seen it, but yeah, you need to kind of spin that kind of a movie in a very it's a very narrow blend between action and uh comedic elements yeah. like that or like you know because it's so gamey it's so japanese with the cat chefs and yeah and all the characters that are not monsters basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the sad part is though that the monster models look really mm -hmm. good actually um i'd say that they are pretty 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 well, how to say higher level than i expected for sure and if you took yeah. those monster models those assets gave them to different studio with a better less trashy fucking director mm. apparently mila jovich is doing quite fine in the movie though i guess so but so that's fine mm. keep her as well i guess and tony jaw just kick paul ws anderson to the next stratosphere to yeah. the penitentiary galaxy of k i'll let him fry burgers for the rest of his life and then give this to someone that actually knows what they're doing <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's like for a movie like that to succeed i feel that everything needs to be spot on and it's just so the chance for that being true is just a little bit too low <laughs> yeah i and like why do they give this guy the green light after atrocious movies like Resident Evil, the final chapter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you better learn, learn a little bit from history, you know, I'm, <laughs> there have been so many game based movies and movies that just don't really translate well into yeah. a live action, semi animated flick, you know, uh, yep. Or at least you have to, like I said, have a really, really talented director with a vision that's not too far from what the game and or original content is like. Yeah. Because you know sometimes directors with big egos try to, you know, spin it, spin it too much. Yeah. Uh, and and that can that is bad as well. You know, so it's is I feel it's really hard to do it to actually translate it. A, a, a good kind of game concept into a movie and be successful yeah you have to be really selective um so like but i guess in these times there are more than there used to be uh of like you know relatively successful video game adaptations and i hope that trend of like increasing in in uh quality continues yeah uh, but like there is definitely more garbo and hot trash then there are good ones. Oh, by the way, I have a nice segue for this because uh, about like the whole translation from one media to the other and being selective. Um, this pains me and it baffles me at the same time. 
So Netflix, I don't know if you saw, but I know that you've you've been a little bit into Yu Yu Hakusho, the yeah. the anime. It's uh, also getting a live action. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, Japanese oh. main even. So it's like, can you imagine fucking Toguro in fucking CG? Oh. It's gonna look atrocious. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's never good. I I, I was disappointed. It's like, all right. So for, for those of you who don't know, Yu Yu Hakusho is this like, I guess '90s anime or, or manga from the same creator as Hunter Hunter, a really famous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yoshihiro Togashi is yes. really. I mean, all his work is good and Yu Yu Hakusho is really good. I haven't seen or read the the manga rather. I've just seen the the anime. Right. Uh but uh, I mean, yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine all those powers and characters yeah, and stuff being translated into Japanese how that... budget <laughs> yeah. real? How really like queasy that just makes me feel to think about yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be good it's not it can't be good even i don't know that just doesn't translate you know it, yeah, just... it does not like it, it, yeah. if, let's say there, there's only one possibility i see that this could be somewhat of a at least a campy entertaining product Mm-hmm. You get the director uh, Takashi Miike, the guy who did um, Ichi the Killer. He did um, what else did he do? He did Crows, Zero, mm-hmm. um, uh, quite a few of those. Like oh, and he did Blade of the Immortal. Uh, all pretty solid movies, and he's a good director. And and th- those are yeah. all manga adapta- uh, manga adaptations. Um, but then you also give him a Hollywood level budget because you need that to make someone like fucking Toguro look anything short of like a hologram projection in the green mm-hmm. screen room, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it needs to feel substantial. And I mean the just the sheer kind of presence of him <laughs> in the in the anime and how powerful he is. It's just going to be so difficult to translate that that type of power and that type of raw disfiguration, you know, and transformation. Yeah. I just imagine him looking like uh, Abomination in Batman v Superman. No, uh, yeah, yeah, or or like uh, yeah, Juggernaut with no armor on, basically. Yeah, or maybe not. I mean, I mean, his final form is is beyond like anything like you know all our seven listeners out there please do yourself a favor if you don't know this character go on google right now search up toguro yu yu hakusho and just look at his forms and each other imagine that on a japanese budget in a series yeah yeah i mean i don't know how good that's going to translate to a live action even like fully animated show with us yeah i just don't understand why they they invested in this why did they yeah i don't know there's so many i have so many questions but a friend of mine uh said like yeah you know maybe they're just setting up togashi's pension fund and i guess (laughs) that's the most logical reasoning for it i've heard yeah yeah because togashi is like he's not writing anymore hunter hunter uh, because he feels i don't know he feels that it's uh, he's not inspired, basically. Yeah, and he's had some and stints with Sticky yeah. too. 
yeah, I know his health has been, but I, I, it's, I feel that it's always been like that. I've been an avid fan of Hunter Hunter, like for since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and they, it was one of my first animes that I ever saw, and I still. That's why I love the, the first, the nineteen ninety nine or whatever the the first anime version. Yeah. Um, because that's my first encounter with it. Uh, but yeah, just absolutely love that uh series and when the anime stopped it was because the manga had stopped up and you know that was when i was like what 14 or something yeah <laughs> maybe like 13 even uh so yeah uh they ran out of content it, it was after greed island the greed island arc right uh but then he got to writing again and wrote maybe the best arc in the entire series, which was the the Chimera Ant. Um, Arguably, but uh, yeah, it's a very, very, very good arc and maybe one of the best in all of Shonen, I feel at least. Yeah, it's Um, up there. It's very, very... and But now I'm not, especially talking about the anime, it's like maybe the manga arc because that's so in-depth, you know, and, and the character development is just insane yeah and the twists and you know yeah it's just, it just breaks so many shonen norms even yeah. though it is shonen so yeah it, it borders on seinen to be honest uh, yeah it, it does it does because it's so complex and yeah mature but but at least if you yeah check out hunter hunter guys <laughs> yeah and if you want the longest one you can check the 2011 um yeah version because that one covers the entire chimera ant arc as well so even though it stopped after that then or like just after that it yeah. still gives a little bit more of a complete kind of anime feel so hmm. and it, yeah and i've actually read up the manga too because the the next arc stuff is fucking great and I know. in typical did, did you read it did you read it all the way through hunter hunter i have read when was the last chapter come out? Uh, it's uh, quite a while. I can't remember exactly when, yeah, but it's... And I've probably read it because I do check from time to time and I have caught up. So, you know. Yeah, you have caught up. Yeah. Great. Because then you know that, like, surprise, surprise, the the world is not what you thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that yeah. just was like, whoa, what an arc to set up just before you decide to lose inspiration yeah i can't really and but but i mean i he kind of shoots himself in the foot a little bit because it's so complex the, yeah. the, the the plot is setting up here insanely complex so many characters so many plot points to cover you know yeah. uh but yeah and and the reveal that the entire world as the characters knew it is basically a small chain of islands in the middle of a huge lake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is so bizarre, but yet so kind of fantasy inspiring, you know, inspiring your your own kind of imagination and seeing that the dark continent which lies beyond, which is basically not charted by humans at all or yeah. with some few exceptions, but 
uh, a very kind of mysterious place and insanely, insanely dangerous with creatures and powers that are just, you know, godlike um, and secrets. Yep. And the Chimera world. Yeah. And the Chimerians are like basically a normal creature in this world in this place you know yeah, <laughs> they're basically yeah. like ants in this world <laughs> so insane. And, you know the, i i always i've seen this kind of uh twist quite a few times in manga but every time it's always effective it's always like that whoa mm, kind yeah. of factor because like um claymore did it um toriko did it yeah and recently attack on titan did it too and you know, but but it's always effective. And but for Hunter Hunter, the, the scope is even crazier because yeah, the yeah, the world lends itself so to crazy. so many creative and insane things that mm -hmm. you know, like in in Attack on Titan, it's mostly other nations, mm -hmm. you know, out there. But in Hunter Hunter, yeah. uh, you know, some a, a small thing washes ashore. Or like no, like a small expedition heads to this uncharted territory, comes back, brings a plague that almost <laughs> wipes the entire population of Earth, or like the, the yeah the world. Um, and, yeah, 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 and like the the kind of the rules that he builds up and the Kalkin Empire. So basically, where we are now at, in the story, uh, they're going on a huge expedition uh on a ship that's called a black whale if i remember correctly <laughs> yeah. and the ship is basically a giant city with the uh, like huge huge decks yeah uh, and i think i don't know how many but they're like multiple tenth tens of uh thousands of people maybe even hundreds of thousands yeah aboard the ship and uh this ship is uh <laughs> Aboard the ship, there's like a, an, an entire royalty from a, a special nation, the Kalkin Empire. Yeah. Uh, and they have like a, a really special form of succession to the throne, which yeah, is which is like insane. Why, they, why do you like th this is why do you I, even complicate the story with this? You know, the, yeah. the the kind of the trip to the to the dark continent was enough, but then you even add like this insane plot which is going to go on while they're traveling to the to the other side yeah and uh, yeah this is becoming sort of like the the ship arc for berserk um yeah where it's also like the ship voyage took 10 real-time years <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah and here yeah. there's also like this whole political game of thrones -y intrigue with royal succession and things like yeah that. yeah it, the, that's basically what they're setting up uh, or togashi's setting up and he's also all like he's created an uh, another level of nen which are these nen beasts that all of the princes the succession yeah. probably possible succession candidates have they all have like a, a Nen beast, which is like another facet of Nen, uh, which is already a really complex power uh, type of uh, of system yeah, in the Hunter Hunter universe. And not only that, but then they, they use that like the Nen divination thing that Kurapika uses to like uh, train people in Nen usage. And there's like so many. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. 
<laughs> there's so many new things that you discover and that complicates things even further. Yeah. And all the succession princes, they're just, you know, all they all have a, a unique personality, a unique motive, uh, unique abilities, unique entourages. It's almost like an entire new series in itself, you know? Yep, it is. And meanwhile, I'm more interested in like, why not just keep, if it was me writing, I would probably skip most of that, have like most of the ship stuff a little bit more like low key and then have mm. focus more on Hisoka's arc. And then rather yeah, when sure. Hisoka's arc is done, they can arrive at the continent and build that up because I think that would be a great pacing um, to keeping you engaged the whole time because I know. Uh, yeah, because Hisoka is aboard the ship, right? Yeah. And he's looking for a certain known he's looking for revenge basically isn't he uh yeah, i guess so or uh, maybe or he just he like couldn't contain his right? anymore yeah yeah anyway we shouldn't spoil too much read hunter no Hunter's no no, no. Watch it. read it yeah really great manga and even a very very solid enemy among the greats absolutely so uh highest recommendation absolutely yeah, and uh, stay tuned for uh, for the next podcast, guys, because I think we're going to do the full Cyberpunk 2077 review. Yep. And also let us know if you want to hear more anime stuff in the future as well, because we haven't really sure, done much. Sure, because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are nerds, so we can <laughs> we can talk for hours about this stuff. Yeah. We can go the distance. We've lived in the basement for a long time. My skin is so pale that yeah, I can basically kind of. It's been it's becoming see through now. You can see like inner organs and stuff. I mean, we both of us could have auditioned for translucent in the boys. Yeah, and and probably <laughs> probably gotten a, a spot. Uh, yeah, but seriously, take care, guys, and remember, stay human. <laughs> <laughs>